0: This part of my personal story, actually, I came to Lagos for the first time. I remember it was actually a public holiday, and I came because I got employed. I got an offer to work with Union Bank of Nigeria, the customer service representative. And as God we have it, (laughs) I got Mm -hmm. onboarded, and the person who sat next to me for most of my onboarding period, (laughs) is our guest today. Mind Africa podcast is born out of the desire to see young people live their best life being the platform that makes relevant information available to them. This is because young people can be better if they are exposed to the right information. Here we talk about finances, investment, relationship, religion, etc. If the information will impact the youth, Mind Africa podcast talk about it. This is the Mind Hack Africa podcast and I am your host with Chukwu Paska. On the podcast today I am having the privilege of hosting a colleague and a tech guru. Allow me to use that word actually by the name Sydney. Oh, Sydney, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fine as well. And uh, how are you?
0: I'm fine. How's your day been? How is Lagos? Or oh, are you not in Lagos? I'm
1: in, I'm in the air. Don't worry. <laughs> <coughs> I'm remote. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. You are remotely from Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> Hope your day has gone well. Hope you're in good health too. Yes,
1: it has been very
0: so far. Okay, so today, last two of my listeners today, we'll talk about how to switch careers, and I believe our conversations today would help one or two people out there as regarding navigating the, the will I call it the murky waters of our future when it concerns switching careers. So. I feel privileged hosting Sydney on this show today. And I believe you do justice to all we we'll would have to converse about today. So Sydney, can you introduce yourself Who is Sydney? And we can get started from there.
1: I believe is you can also tell them how
0: we met. Okay. <laughs> no. I was thinking all of that <laughs> would happen, but let me say that. <laughs> so uh, by the year 2016, This part of my personal story actually i came to lagos for the first time i remember it was actually a public holiday and i came because i got employed i got an offer to work with union bank of nigeria the customer service representative and as god we have it (laughs) i got (laughs) onboarded and the person who sat next to me for most of my onboarding period (laughs) <laughs> is our guest today. Most of the times when I had like needed clarity as to what to do, he was much more like the booty in town then. He was the tech guy, he was a product guy, he was a go-to guy. I think aside you I disturbed Moses very well <laughs> because I yeah, troubled I, buddy. I used to ask questions. I think that's one thing I do most times. If I don't know what to do, I ask questions. So Sydney was our our angel whenever we had <laughs> we had to escalate yeah. issues reach out to a team he's a go-to guy so yes we it's been a long while i know i've known Sydney since 2016. this is 2022 and it's just like yesterday but honestly six years today <laughs> so <laughs> that will be a little intro to who i'm speaking with today. Yeah, yeah yes so uh, over good,
1: to you good evening everyone i'm happy to be on the show the podcast yeah. when uh, izuri started to be i said fine fine, fine. i'd like to be on the podcast you know and maybe help inspire one or two um young nigerians in fact nigerians any or Nigerians of any age really mm-hmm. to get into tech what inspired me into tech? um well i have a, a little background I finished as an engineer. I graduated from the university as an engineer career in of technology over as an electrical electronics engineer. Communications option. But unfortunately, I don't know. Maybe due to my learning capacity and of course the government environment, the you know the roundness and all of that, I didn't come out with it one and so of course you know how Nigeria is, it
0: yeah.
1: affects your job opportunities opportunity. but now of course i SP, I got my first job with FL, you know, as a customer career and within a short time and gotten into their back office and so I was doing the operation via social media. So all the back office operations, I was doing swapping offline, pushing of the time, difficulties. difficult. So from there, I got a job with Union Bank in Um I got this job in 2013, did it up to 2016. Got a job with Union Bank, and of course, learned the ropes. Union Bank was a, a place where you know I learned to hone my skills, learned to absorb a large amount of information. You know now is okay many things to learn <laughs> to know and you know yeah. memorize and say off. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah yeah so was my starting was was a place where I had to absorb a lot of information as well just yeah. like in hotel and then um, before long I had uh, you know known a lot of people I pioneered, pioneered the um, help desk channel at the Union Bank then moved over from Kedja to the head of that's where you know my experience brought it i met a lot of people and i and that's why i even got into devops because i had to interface with devops guys downstairs so i just take the elevator from upstairs to go down and ginger there to do my project do my project you know i was a team member of channel so i was in charge of managing and monitoring, mobile banking, online banking, Union One, and all of that. So it just brought in my oh. horizon. And of course, sometime in 2019, due to a shakeup in the bank, I was posted to the branch. And uh, I said to myself, "No, oh, this this isn't for me. So I don't want to be. I don't want to go into sales. I want technology. So I took a bold step. You know, in <laughs> fact." I resigned, with no job in sight, <laughs> I resigned. Thankfully my family was there for me, and maybe within 2-3 months, I got an internship position. and the internship was, oh, was like a boot camp for, for 10 stages, a HNG bootcamp. So boot camp. They had like front-end development, back-end development, um, DevOps for the first time, that was the first time I was hearing about DevOps it turned that out that and basically what i've be doing will be on Linux of the system. so and thankfully again, yeah
0: good i remember doing, those days used we use,
1: yeah i've been using linux yeah. since i graduated so a friend introduced a friend just introduced me to linux with little challenges and with one of my friends like that you know that helped me any they say oh deploy this application this php application or deploy this javascript application My friend will give me the tutorials or search for it for me you know look for places where i can deploy websites free of charge all of those kind of resources so little challenges i was able to finish that internship and uh, you know got my certificates got launched into the slack channel and from that slack channel I started getting jobs. Yeah. And you know, these people, trust me, with jobs that I don't even know
0: anything, anything about. about it. Oh,
1: <laughs> but I will just look online, you know, look at it, practice it. I'll tell them, yes, I can do it. And I'll, and I'll be able to do it. And fact that I write, sometimes I have to write a little bit of script.
0: Okay, like a documentation.
1: Yeah, actually, like a enough script so that okay. it can automatically build a. Application destroyed building like that, you know, okay. a custom script. So I had to look all of that online. Before I was like picking up a server, I had to be copying and pasting the commands one by that's one. Fair, and I good. learned how to do do a shell script. So, so yeah. I just use only a single command and it, and it runs a series of commands on on its own, you know. Yeah. So that's how I learned and learned. Uh, plus the money I was getting, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Before you know, I, in one year, I, I learned enough. In the second year, I started getting remote jobs with foreign companies. In fact, even in the first year, I got yeah. a job to deploy a German website, a website for a German polyglot company. Yeah. Then for different websites, you know, for crypto, had to be running, cron jobs and all of that, you know, learning so much. Then I even got a job with an American firm. And then I got a job with another American firm, but this time teaching JavaScript and DevOps as a mentor to okay.
0: to new people, right?
1: Get jobs and all of that. And then um I also got a job in Canada where right, where I was doing technical writing for the first time. So the tech journey has been a has been long and wide been. So there are still a lot of things I need to learn. And that's just me. I'm a devops backend, yeah. Who is passionate about technology. Oh, I'm oh, ready
0: oh. to work for startup, I and mean, I love that. Okay, so uh, let me just put this into context, right? Sydney in the yeah. past had literally <laughs> made my PC to run on both Windows and Linux. I think he was the one who told me about Linux, because. It was this version you call is it Linux Mint or something that you used? Yes, inst- yes. And those days I used to say my PC hands, but I think the Linux operating system was, was what I needed. They eventually uninstalled it, but who knows, in the near future, I would uh, <laughs> take that, that's, that part again. It's, it's so so why DevOps? Everyone. Was it because of that? Uh, yes,
1: I, I- it's because I had previously not a friend, So that's why I went to the company. And I was a bit afraid about coding. you know. Coding looks like it would take a long time to learn. And I was anxious, resigning, knowing. Uh, money
0: has to <laughs> come had, had in. Yes. You know, but
1: eventually, I had to go into coding because I realized oh, you know, getting jobs in Nigeria locally,
0: yeah. if you're
1: not getting from the big jobs, the smaller jobs you get, the people tend to undervalue you.
0: So they, they, say, oh,
1: okay. they may not think of the importance of your job. So sometimes you may need to marry it with maybe a bit of back end or front end so that you can, when you charge somebody, you collect money for good deployment and you collect money for coding. You know? So, yeah. yeah. so, Well, of course, everybody's different. You know? Everybody has, and I've seen people who don't even have an IT background. Right, who have yeah. transitioned successfully. All you need is just specific. Like, I must learn this thing, by hook or crook, how do you do it? You ask people, you ask. you know, you get somebody who, who is really passionate In fact, right now,
0: yeah,
1: one of or one of my friends who gave me my first job said one of his friends, He has that maybe I could mentor the person, and I found that the person is even a police officer. No, he's a, he works in the barracks, so he's a soldier, actually, you know. And he wants to transition to get remote jobs. And he's telling me, oh, "Okay, so I need to learn Linux. I've already got the materials from somebody in Canada and from somebody, the DevOps guy in the back. One of these days, he's coming to my house, so I can help him install the Linux and then put him through the basics and all of that. So, really, anybody can go into tech and let me just say that there are like four aspects of this. There's the coding aspect, there's the DevOps aspect which is the orchestration part. The coding mm-hmm. aspect is divided into front end where creates the front pages of it. Our the website. Website yeah. How it looks like the color, you know, the buttons, the responsiveness, mm-hmm. so yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. And then back end is um, how
0: you store that.
1: Yes. So for example, if I click a button, that button must um, transmit to somewhere. Is it going to, an, is it calling an API, you know, to display information and all of that yes. So you are the back end, you are the one making sure that all of that works. Then there's DevOps part, which is the orchestration, and everything it's works learned. in this. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that, for example, a coder on his laptop finishes coding and pushes to a GitHub, which is a repository. On GitHub, that code comes in. Is built on along the way, and then shows the website or shows on the application what you have coded. to. that's what the devops guy basically does. And sometimes devops guys in charge of the security, so, so that oh this website sh- doesn't shouldn't be hacked. So you, you know you are deploying encryption method, HTTPS and SSL, um, deploying SSL, you know, for the website. And if it's a database, you're making sure that the yeah. connection to the database is either through maybe XO509 certificates, um strong my password, TLS connection and all of that <laughs> so and then there is the actual design part, you know which is not even coding and not DevOps which is UI UX where okay. you know are concept where that, that person is the one conceptualizing what this application should look like what the flow should look like so, for example, if I um, type in this website, the, the, page, the front page will show. On the front page, I should see login information. Um, what should I put in as my login information? Maybe a username or an email address and a password, you know, all of that. And then it takes me to the dashboard. And what can I do on the dashboard? Can I change my profile? Can I do this? Can I do that? So, that's what the UI is
0: okay so all those error responses <laughs> uh, people get the error
1: responses,
0: the, the interface ones, uh, from the
1: back end, the interface from the front end okay yeah
0: okay so you mentioned um the coding parts the devops part then the non-coding part like the ui UX. Yeah. okay so um where where do we classify things like uh, cloud engineering is it back into
1: cloud engineering is devops
0: okay devops okay yeah okay devops okay so um remember when you started explaining your story like when you told us your story earlier you said what actually inspired your switch was that you felt that sales wasn't for you and mindful that you had background already in technology and engineering an engineering background you kind of leveraged all of that to get to where you are today so what would you have done differently let's say this was 2019 let's say we have this time time machine that takes us back in time and we, we were able to take ourselves back to 2019 if you had to redo the whole thing again what steps do you think you have just taken to hasten of your transition
1: Yes, uh, you know the Nigerian system is uniquely employment system is uniquely focused on age. So there are certain jobs you can't get when you are twenty eight already. I, I graduated at twenty two, you know, and I spent all of that time working at contract jobs, not even full time jobs. So that was where the issue was. Now, if I could do it all over again, I would um, go to I would have gone to a school, raised some money. That time was like two hundred kiosks yeah maybe okay you'll well, have raised NIT. money yes raise some money maybe 300 or 600 um gone to NIT or there was one other tech school like that so those schools they will teach you they can teach you c-sharp which is what most banks use
0: at teach that you databases.
1: yes at that time so they would have been able to prepare me, prepare me just maybe one or two years but i've been able to get is an entry level job at the bank doing core IT then slowly you write before you know you're a senior consultant in or ID. senior technician you knowing the bank so even now so get into tech and if maybe you are you are leaving your study job or you are working you want to maintain your job and then slowly transition into IT I advise you to maybe try to go to one of these schools there's there are two schools I know, but I can remember one now. That's, one of them is Decagon. So Decagon um, charges you about 1.2 million for a 6 months program. So they will prepare you as a full-stack developer. So you'll be able to do the front-end, the back-end, the DevOps, the UI UX, all on your own.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, so you yeah. Yeah, million, a total package.
1: <laughs> so, so perfect. and then they will help you get a job with foreign, their foreign partners, foreign companies and th- there's an income share agreement
0: even after yeah. paying that much?
1: Mm, because they will, yes because they are getting you that job so, okay. because okay. Uh, yes they are getting that, well I think the income share agreement is less than if you didn't pay the point because there are two ways you can not to pay the one point two outright or you can say you can just go in and it's free. So once it gets you the job, future. of course you'll get a much larger percentage of the income share agreement. And really in one year you'd have paid off everything. You know? So besides your cost will be low. Because if you have if you have been paid two thousand euros and you are just working from home, you know, yeah, maybe your, your you have your paid, cost of you're well, your cost yeah. of transportation, your stress level is low. Maybe you're even working from your parents' house or um, you're working from your one-room apartment, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you, still have, you still have some money to settle a lot of bills. So, after yeah. one year, you're done. Uh, you and
0: something off. I found out is this, right? The hardest is usually the first year. Most yes. times, the first year, once based on even your story now, that first time there will be this struggle trying to figure things out, even knowing how to network because eventually you might want to uh, reach out to people. There's this article that Prosper, I, I've forgotten his second name now. We actually me. call Oto, him the Unicode. Right. Yes,
1: that yes, unicode
0: yes so there's this article he wrote about who is speaking for you so most times you may just have six months experience right and you just go out there because you already have a community of people who are doing what you're already doing they can easily refer jobs to you and before you know they will see you as a senior developer <laughs> They you know that the guy didn't do one year yet <laughs> but, but honestly It's just at first that the person might have that struggle. So you you said for now you only remember Decagon HQ, right?
1: Yes. Decagon. Then there's a foreign company, Turing. Turing.com. So those ones they will, once you sign up, they'll give you, you put your CV, then they'll give you maybe a coding test. Use DevOps, give you a DevOps test. Then like two or series of interviews you pass, then within one month we'll set up the company, the foreign company, so you end first and then there's an income share on that as well.
0: Okay, but they don't train, do they?
1: They don't train.
0: Okay, okay. So they going to be once to train. Okay. So um you highlighted the need for
1: okay there's also another one company which I even recommended for to my sister and one other one of our other friends, that one works in Nigerian breweries and he works in their data department. So he says he wants to advance his career and possibly even transition totally out of the brewery business to go into big data. So I mm-hmm. told him this one is has been advertised on Twitter. I think it's out school.
0: Okay, I, I think
1: hack
0: to 10 and cause that. Yes, hack. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah.
1: That, so, so uh, my guy did he said he went to play a syllabus and he passed the entry. So he's running the program now, run that for six months, and they will give him um, an internship after six months. So, remote intention. So, uh, those two schools can actually train you but if you of course if you don't have the resources to or if you don't you don't want to go to that area, you can always buy courses on Udemy um, as a new person signing up on Udemy your, if your email address is fresh you buy a course probably seven thousand higher right yeah. yeah it's when you're an old timer they will now <laughs> hide it, right? yes as old yes. As, yes. as you <laughs> <It> has,
0: well,
1: <laughs> your email address if you have I registered before they will now hide the price. You can game the system, of course, it's easy to create a new email address every time <laughs> and then sign in and buy the course and then watch. Okay, the but then you then know are, the challenge also, with
0: that is that yeah. most times you might not. How do you go about your internship when you learn those courses?
1: Oh, so that's where yeah, that's community where comes
0: community in. comes in. Also.
1: So there are lots of communities like this HNG community. Yeah. There's also Andela, because Andela does um, uh, Google Guards, like, and think, um, and another program like that. There is um, there are a couple of programs where you can do internship. And if if you really want internship, just for non-profit organization
0: okay. abroad. And chances are yes. so high that they will hire you.
1: That yes. <laughs> you will be employed. Because yes, you
0: won't be paid. <laughs> yes. But but, but you, the name you got the The name we do want that on your CV actually. On
1: your CV, yes. Yes,
0: I, I think I get that part of it. <laughs> Before we okay. go, oh, we... I,
1: I also forgot. There's also the project management aspect to your growth thing. So. Mm. so if it's not your UX, if it's not coding, if it's not DevOps, you can project manager. But, uh, which means that you'll be managing a group of developers to make sure that the deliver on time. Because really, <laughs> you can employ developers and they are not delivering as' 20, or they are lazy, or they are having a, a, a tough time with the code. So as a project manager, making sure that everybody is looking at their That's milestones, they are aware of yeah. it, and you're putting pressure on them. and Help you deliver, but for, for um, it's only for big projects. They really need project manager. So for a small project, and maybe you and your friend, or three people are coming, or four or five people coming together to maybe work on a product and launch it and sell it, they may really not need a project manager. But for big institutions like InterSwitch, for the banks, for the printers, you really need project manager. And the project manager needs to know know about coding so that you know when a developer is telling you like, oh, this is not working. You can tell them, and this is how this is supposed to go. And then yeah. so, okay, this and you say deployment is taking so and so. And when I did it and so so, it took me 10 minutes. So it shouldn't take more than 20 minutes. Why? This and this, you know. You can even, based on the knowledge you have, you can even do appraisals, good appraisals okay. or fair appraisals for this yeah. developer. The developer
0: yeah okay so uh, generally if anyone is trying to venture into tech i think they should at least have a basic idea of how good you work because at some point they may need, need stuff. it yes at some point they, yeah. will, they will need it so uh just before we go um just two questions though i think you've answered parts of one already is there anything you think would have been a fear aside okay one won't have a steady flow of income at first. Is the other other thing you think you overcame while trying to take that decision?
1: Uh learning new things. You know, for me, like I'm a slow but thorough learner, right? So like any new thing I see that looks remotely difficult, I get discouraged. So you know, I had to like overcome that fear. Like <laughs> tell myself, no, I can learn this. Thing. There's, even if there's so much pressure on you, just put it in. I just find it where um, resources are being um, explained in a simpler way, where the what in resources you need for that project are explained in a simpler way, or ask for help. So these are some of the things I overcame. Like you know, learning the fear of learning you new know, you new know something. Time to take me to learn. I, I, I have to overcome that fear, and also uh, um, I have to overcome hubris, like assess when you you see uh, hubris means pride.
0: Okay.
1: You know, as an engineer, there's a kind of pride you have, or like a tech person, or some if based on your past glory or some of the things you have achieved But the We have this sense of pride that oh, maybe I can do some or something, but there's some things you start and you will not be able to finish. And people are relying on you to finish that. So
0: yeah. Yeah. There
1: was a particular project, a Java project I took on, and I thought I was going to do it. And by the time I looked at it, there was a long line I could find that could do it. Everybody was doing something else. And this person wanted this particular thing, this way. At the end, after two weeks, I had to give up, and I felt embarrassed. you know. So that taught me that before i take on a project in fact when somebody is giving you don't say yes immediately make sure you research it at least research how <laughs> this project can complete it before you take it on. then what else um well, I, I think i wanted to mention something but i think i've mentioned it. okay
0: so um so okay. our final question comes in here so the final question is this finally do you have any advice for anyone please considering switching their careers like if i decide i want to take a switch it mustn't really be tech you know let it not be as if we want everybody to do tech no okay. let's say if you want to advise somebody who has been considering that switch from maybe career a to career b what do you think they should do that should work for them
1: to for anytime you want to switch career, just do a research and think, and then um, estimate how long it takes. Right,
0: okay. first
1: to learn it, second to start earning income. Right, then look for the easiest ways to do that. If there are no easy ways, then you can then try maybe the less the less defined route to get there. But you must be doing it. Achieve a goal, you must be passionate about what you're trying to do so that any issue that's coming up, you can navigate through it. You must, the the first time I wanted to do say, the other time was like asking people for help. It's like the the average evil guy, we are raised (laughs) to be very independent, you know. So, (laughs) before we ask for help, maybe uh, (laughs) it's a no go situation again. But this time, you know, because I have to network, I have to learn to swallow my pride. And I was guy, I don't know this stuff. I mean, how far have you do this? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I watch YouTube. There's something that somebody will just give me a proposal. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, I say, oh, this company. Oh, okay. Let me check on this. What are they talking about? By the time I watch two videos, I already have an idea. If I spend the whole day watching like, 10 videos. I have an idea. In that, in one or two of those videos, you see somebody who has a slide with written stuff where you can actually copy, look at, modify, you know, work on. You see a script that you can modify or use. So that's the thing. You need to also be able to research, like check things, find information, go online. So, of course, I don't need to tell you that you need to invest in a good data plan. Let me, let me, let me, um, that's Nigeria. I'm happy my life. I tell her very good. You know, so we are, we get we, I know. They are a plan. of Let me even have a, they are not paying me. Let me have a, Yeah, 15 k of plan. Very good. So, basically, that's. But, but do you run out about.
0: of data when you do that 15 kilowatts? I don't. So know, it runs you it thirty
1: days. Yes. Hundred and twenty gig you know, um, minimum. But these days I get more than that. Okay. I told you uh, privately on our subject. I don't want to mention that. I don't know if it's official yet because as a platform customer I get even more than that.
0: Okay. And it's fast. they they probably have built a house with the money <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. They have of the money you spent on
1: uh, uh, they have, they have been, they have So, yeah. if you are going to transition, do your research very really well. Make sure you have backup. You have good family that are ready to support you. Yeah. Also, money is a good factor for transitioning, of course. And um, one of the reasons why I also transition, as far as I'm going to, because I calculated how much I was being paid as a contractor. I, and I and I realized that if I wanted to buy a car, I have to save for four years. I to change the money, you know. And um, in fact, my expenses. I moved into my apartment. I realized I couldn't even, you know, purchase furniture for the for the duration of my stay there, maybe two plus years. I couldn't purchase furniture, and if I wanted to pay rent, I had to crown save, you know, a car to crowd fund every four months to pay my rent. So it wasn't. Um, i you know i you know we are raised as able boys we are raised to provide to uh, provide everything you know all yeah, right yeah. so I, when, when i looked at everything i saw i didn't want to go into because i'm just, you know, just take the risk plunge making but this is i see younger people you know taking the plunge they already know they already informed so i don't believe young people have
0: issues so much there is this
1: belief
0: there's this belief i have if for example after nyc a young person makes the informed decision okay you may have read abc course in the university and during the course of your nyc you have this um, revelation that well i can just switch my career to something so if after nyc okay. yes if after nyc that person makes that move then it is way easier then because Shortly after NYC, nobody is going to pressure into giving out money. They will still be pitying you that you don't have a job, and you can just make the move there. But once you go into the working world, you take up a job. Expectations will and, and,
1: and, yes, and, I, and what my background because it's coming. I'm not. I'm coming from a middle class fan. This is this applies to middle-class persons or persons from really poor background. So you can actually make that transition, and then before it, make lots of money, right? Yeah. But the ones who come from wealthy families, they really don't have problem. Once you, you just, finish your you can you go can. abroad, do your master. <laughs> <laughs> even, they even have more opportunities abroad because it's easier. These tech jobs are easier when you are located abroad. When you put a, a UK address or US address. You're, the employer is more likely to hire you than the nigerian the okay. reasons why a, an employer will want to hire a nigerian is if that a nigerian is seriously skilled or he wants cheap labor but of course it works in your favor as a nigerian because whatever first you are in yeah, is a rare. lot of money yeah. yes a dollar is to 570 naira right in right? black market so <laughs> if you have been paid even 500 dollars, even 700 or oh, 1,000, mm. 1, A lot of money here, already. Right. So in one year, in fact, you would, have, you would have rented a good apartment. In fact, one guy I know touring, and I see his advert on Facebook. In two years, he built a house. He built a, a bungalow, two rooms, bought a car, got married, and kids. <laughs> in two years, he's touring. How much were they paying? 2500
0: euros. If they money up. or
1: is
0: the same one. The same one. I'm Sydney. I, I feel very humble that you took out time to to share your story with us today. If there's anything I'm taking away from what you've shared is the fact that we can all make the most out of our lives, especially when you know your current situations are not you. You can always look inwards come up with a new plan provided you adhere to your your, your desired goal you come out good so i am happy for yeah. your progress and i know somebody out there will find reasons to make that switch if they so desire. so thank you once again thank for you coming on we are grateful thank you
1: and a pleasure of being on the podcast i hope to we'll come back sometime soon again
0: Yes, by then, you might have moved to UK <laughs> 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 yeah, then. Hopefully. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope this episode was worth your listening pleasure. You can visit our Facebook page at Mindak Africa. To listen to our other episodes, we are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other popular podcast platforms. Thank you.